0: Did you know, the wedding ring goes on the left ring finger because it's the only finger with a vein that connects to the heart. Hi and welcome to Whole and Some. I am more than delighted to be here recording right now, um, just in my room and my beautiful wonderful flatmate and friend is going to be coming to my room soon for me to braid her hair but I have a few minutes and um, I was going to record this on another day but I'm just I'm just I'm in the mood I'm in the mood so (laughs) welcome to this podcast episode episode 43 right 43 and uh, first things first just to apologize for those who listen to the podcast in real time I know I have failed you for the last two weeks. And that's um, just honestly pretty much because I was in exam season and that was quite engaging. And so I sort of just um, put my mind there full force. And um, I, I don't think I'm always the best like multi, I can be quite a compa- compartmentalizer like multitasking can be a bit hard in terms of like my mental energy. So, basically, I just lost my creative mojo or just that vibe to, to talk and to create through conversation and, yeah, you know, guys, sorry for that, but I'm glad to be back. I also did say on my Instagram post that, you know, I wasn't even sure if I was going to come back to finish the season simply because I was also thinking that maybe I have actually lost my mojo Kabisa, or... Not even lost my mojo it's actually not losing my mojo it's more like lacking inspiration I'd say I wasn't really sure what I'd be coming back to talk about <laughs> but thank god that I'm here today um, and of course I can't overstate how happy I am to be here so how have I been good I have finished my exam for this semester which means that I'm basically done with all my coursework for my master's. <laughs> I'm done learning all modules. I'm done doing assignments. I'm done doing exams. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. I only have a dissertation to write and submit by September. And just like that, I'll be done with my master's. And I cannot <laughs> believe it. I almost cannot believe it. That makes me happy. But it also has thrown me off a little bit. Because nowadays is I wake up and I don't have like pressure like i used to so i'm feeling lost (laughs) like what am i supposed to be doing with my life you know um but i know i'll I'll adjust and i'll be able to create another routine that allows me to do my dissertation and enjoy life a bit more etc etc so um, welcome again and um it's praying now like full for spring the weather is beautiful so that's me on my end and generally I'm good enjoying good health and peace and joy and I'm grateful for that I have a fun message today that I genuinely just want to shout out and appreciate this is Vicky Wamboy on Instagram says hey Laura my personal nutritionist which is something that a couple of you have been calling me when you text me and, oh, I didn't know it's entered. <laughs> Hi, Laura, my personal nutritionist. Leonie Mesema Silent Follower. I really love your podcast. I learned about it like three months ago and I've listened to each episode. I've learned a lot. Oh, let me say it the way she wrote it. I've learned a lot. Wah! Wow. Including living my truthful self. <laughs> I wish you the best in your masters and I love you. Oh have an amazing day ahead bye thank you vicky very very sweet message thank you so so much and to all of you who listen to the podcast especially those of you who've been listening from from as long as long <laughs> from the first episode when we had our sound issues and listening to me stutter and stammer sometimes listening to me rumble through my thoughts i truly appreciate it um i mean, while it's a small community in its own way it's really valuable to me and um of course what would the podcast be if i didn't have you listening so thank you to all of you and i could pose a challenge at this point to say if you know someone who you think would enjoy such a podcast why don't you plug them and they can join the family so today diving right into the episode This one is a personal one. It's a very uh, vulnerable one. I mean, as most of them are. But, you know, let me just tell you. Let me get into the tea, the drama. So, I met someone a few weeks ago and we were just getting to know each other. I mean, that's the long and short of it. And then they did something and... Or rather, they didn't do something. You know the situations where, like, you would exp- uh, unspokenly expect someone to do something, and to you, them doing it means that they are thinking about you or considering you or caring for you. Um, <clears throat> and then when they don't do it, sorry, excuse me, when they don't do it, of course it it registers as oh my, ouch. It hurts you, or it makes you feel. It just makes you feel bad, <clears throat> and it's not even. It's really not those things that you can say at the, It's a deep thing. Like it would cause me to like have a major fight or a rift with someone. It's a very small thing. And now the thing about me is, and I don't think I, I. Give myself credit for this, or realize it as much. I mean, lately I've been realizing it a lot more. Um, I realize that I'm a very, very, very open person. Like, if I am hurt, if I feel bad, I will communicate. I don't necessarily communicate on a whim. Like, I won't immediately say, "Ouch, that hurt." I notice something and then I will sit with my feelings for a short while, maybe a couple of hours, ruminate, ruminate, ruminate. And then by the time I I open up, I will, you know, it's because I genuinely want you to know how I feel about it. And I think you knowing it is important to the relationship progressing and because the alternative is for me to just hold it in and uh, stay grudgy and most likely be passive aggressive so for me I'm very open and I genuinely appreciate my friends my family just the people in my life being as open as well because I also like to know when I have hurt someone or just done something that isn't pleasing so that I can know how to love you better and be there for you better and everything so I really always appreciate when my friends tell me hey I felt some type of way and I just like it I like that vibe so um, this is how i show up in my relationships of any kind and um, this is how i did show up in this situation right here and i just said oh hey um by the way i did feel some type of way when this happened it made me feel this way da 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 da, communicated hey let me tell you guys (laughs) after i communicated that that friendship has been has been I, I'm not belittling how they felt about what I said because there was a part of of it that you know they they felt that I. I can see how sometimes I can communicate something and make it look bigger than it really is because it wasn't really a big deal but like the way communicated it they took it as like you have said that I don't care about you you have said that I you know like made made it mean something a lot bigger than I meant it and of course I take I take I see I take I take what am I trying to say I take responsibility for what I said and um over time I have learned to also communicate in a way that 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 links to the reality a lot more than just my feelings like I it's sometimes we can communicate oh when you did this it made me feel neglected and and neglected is such an extreme thing <laughs> and so for someone to think that they made you feel neglected sometimes can make them jump straight into the defensive um, maybe just sometimes to, if something is really not that heavy, just sometimes to give it like a lighter connotation, a lighter vibe and energy. But then bottom line, I think communication should be two way. And if someone hasn't completely understood what you're trying to say, then they could always seek clarification. And it's with my story. See me, I've said how I feel. And then this person, <laughs> this person wasn't happy about that. Um, and so, from that point on, I started get getting like very heavily passive aggressive vibes. Like you know those ones where you know this person is actually legitimately trying to trying to push their point that they are not they are not happy <laughs> with what you said. They are not happy at all, and and they yeah they take issue with you, and of course. After that, because I noted the passive aggressiveness, I gave it time because at first I was like, um, you know what, people are allowed to feel some type of way, even, even though you've expressed um, something. Being defensive is a very human thing. To be honest with you, I give people some slight wiggle room to be defensive because I think I have had certain experiences in my life that made me see Okay this is this is just human human expression human being human um but then i think a noble human being will much as they will gravitate towards being defensive initially they would they would want to take time to really go deep into what you said and how potentially they could have done the thing you said they did and they are able to now adequately apologize for whatever it is and make amends and even talk to you about where they're not really sure that they get you on what you've raised but you know as someone who has raised a grievance when someone is passive aggressive towards you you feel you feel that it layers on top of the thing that made you even reach out in the first place and it makes you feel like your real raw emotions drive a wedge between you and this person and they are not welcome in the situation because at that moment I can say honestly I would have appreciated for them to eventually just say hey um I don't know I don't really get why you said that you know that wasn't my intention um I feel bad that that's how you felt if they want to talk about it some more, we can, give me room to clarify myself, but, you know, it went on and on to just be, like, they were just mad about the fact that I said it, they they really, as much as I tried to clarify that it wasn't that big a deal, I was just trying to point out something that could, could improve, Um, you know, they really just took it, like, in such a heavy way, and, And the passive-aggressiveness went on for a long time. And you see now, at which point, me, to be very honest with you, (laughs) I cannot deal with it. So at which point, I just decided, okay, um, you know, you're allowed to feel bad. You're allowed to to feel, honestly, your feelings are valid, (laughs) which is another um, thing. Like, our feelings always really, I think our feelings are valid in the sense that they are there and... And you can't ignore that they are there. But our feelings are not always valid in that they are not always truth. Either way, if it's there, yes, it's there. attend um, to be it as best as you need to. At this point, I just cannot deal with this anymore. Why did I step away? I stepped away because the passive aggressiveness was just now registering as a mistreatment. Because when someone is continually passive aggressive towards you, they're not treating you right. They're, they're either... Um, neglecting you on some things, not giving you the same energy, um, not doing things they would normally do or things they know you'd appreciate. They're just, they're just sort of like punishing you for expressing yourself or for whatever it is. So what is this episode about, even? I think it's... One, I think I, I wanted to just talk about that whole dynamic... Of when you express yourself, of course, it's very important to try and be as kind and as polite about it and as open about it. And uh, this whole thing we're told about, you know, use I statements. Do not blame the other person. Do not use you statements. (laughs) Use your I statements. I feel, I think, I, you know, and communicate what you're feeling. And it's important to know that, and this is something I've learned in such a big way, it's important to know that when you express your feelings, no matter how important they are to you and how meaningful they are to you, it's important to be aware that you will not always be received as so. I know for one that there's there's several relationships, maybe one particular one, because I did have like a long-term relationship that was very difficult and I know that one of the I can see how one of the things that led to just even more trouble was when I expressed myself and my expressing myself wasn't received how I expected it to be I would get even more frustrated but over time I've learned that when you express yourself you honestly every adult has autonomy to do or say whatever they want in some sense, and. It's, it's only healthy for your own sake to know that it won't always be received as I expect. Of course, the best thing anyone would, would hope is that when I say I feel this way, I think this way, you would be open to accommodate me and to see where I'm coming from and to try and meet me halfway. But that's not always the case. Or it may be the case eventually, it may not be the case immediately. In the immediate point, someone may just want to jump straight into defending themselves. But then eventually they'll come to see where you're coming from. But then over time, they they warm up, they, they ease, they they, they they loosen up and they, they, they meet you where you are coming from. Um, but that's one learning from it. But then on this passive aggressiveness thing... Um, I know on a very personal level, it's such a off for me, honestly, <laughs> it's such a off for me because I just genuinely do not see why a grown adult cannot use their words and communicate how they feel, even if in that moment they feel that they need space away from you and they're not really able to show up in the relationship fully or in the situation fully. Um, that would be, not, I mean for me honestly that would be a lot nicer than me continuing to hang around what I deem as mistreatment because the more you continue to be passive-aggressive towards someone and it continues to linger for a long time at a certain point you're low-key mistreating this person um, because you're not minding how they feel um, by giving priority to how you feel. And it's interesting how yo man, relationships are tough, yeah? It's interesting how at the end of the day, as human beings, you all want to be seen hard and everything. So this situation of mine, because it was just a very, like, small, easy thing, um, reminded me of this relationship I'm telling you about and how... Actually, no, 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 no. It reminded me of a friend of ours, a friend of me and my ex-partners. Um, they were in a relationship as well and there's a time they were having like a major, 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 major fight. And we were also having a major, major, major fight. So, and then we were, I think, at a, at a, at a party or something and story for another day, but Mimi, I genuinely don't mind like serving my partner food or just doing small simple acts of service. And so I did that. I served my person food and we were still in the middle of the fight. (laughs) And then she was like, there's no way on earth I'm serving him food. And then I was actually struck by it because I think to me this was a little, you know, when when something is not in your nature, sometimes it strikes you as, oh, okay, you mean like because you're fighting, you won't serve them food? And then she was like, of course, why would I? I would never. <laughs> and so we got into talking about it. So we sat down as we we're eating, and I was like, so okay, so when you fight regardless of who caused a fight or who's on the wrong or whatever you will not do anything I was like yeah if he's mad at me he'll stay mad at me until we resolve it if i'm mad at him i'll stay mad at him until i resolve it and then i asked her like when he is mad at you does he still like um i mentioned some simple things yeah like is he still um now what like if your car has an issue will he take it to the to the mechanic for you this the simple role he plays in your life does he still do them he was like, yeah because he should because it's And I was like <laughs> and you, some of these simple things you do for him out of love, do you still do them? And she was like, no. And so as we continue to talk about it and now she was asking me why I continue to do these things is because I was like, I don't do these things for him based on how I feel at the moment. I do these things for him based on how I feel about him in general. And at that moment, I think I struck myself with my own concept around it because I was like, wow, this is such a a really beautiful thing. And the outcome of this conversation with my friend was actually that the action of love sometimes needs to precede the emotion of love because the emotion of love can can be... poked at, can be, can, can move, can change based on the energy and the situation and the circumstances in a given moment. Like love may be the underlying bedrock of a relationship, a friendship, a family situation, right? But when someone does something, says something, goes about something in a way that doesn't make you happy, it, love is mixed up with the different emotions of either anger resentment disappointment whatever and it becomes hard to for some reason these dark emotions actually cloud love sometimes in a way that's i find that personally unfortunate um but the same way you see how this 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 beautiful emotions like when you're in a moment of joy and happiness and success you're able to like give love its deserving pedestal and let the love reign in that given relationship. I know it's very hard to let the love reign in the moments of now difficult emotions. But I think what we learned from that situation is that in those moments of hardship, in those moments of disappointment, anger, whatever it may be, how a good way to keep love on its deserving pedestal, is to let the actions of love precede the emotions of love, and I don't know about you. I'd really, really love to to hear your stories of this in practice. But I have found that when I when I continue with the with the actions of love, the emotions of love soon follow. When I continue with those actions of love toward someone who has hurt me and. Maybe I genuinely deserve to be mad, like for real. I'm pissed, I'm pissed, I'm pissed. And I continue to show this person love. Forgiveness happens quicker, to be very honest. I find that forgiveness happens quicker. I find that communication happens better. Understanding happens better. I find that when you continue with these actions of love towards someone who's hurt you, even if that person was being defensive, they, they love softens them. Love softens them and makes them want to squish that defensiveness and see see you from where you're coming from because even when we are coming to our partners with needs and and grievances, I think we come to them from a point of love. Do you do you just walk by someone in the street and just say, Oh, just the way you looked at me, it made me feel hurt. <laughs> Who are they? Do you even care about how they look at They could look at you badly and it doesn't matter. But when your partner looks at you, certain, you'll be like, yo, what was that about? And so, you having a grievance and airing it comes from a point of love in the first place. So how about like, letting love rule? Letting love reign through and through? Or emotions all circumstances all ups and downs and letting the action of love precede the wavering emotions because those emotions will waver does it make sense so i feel like i learned that at a certain point at that point in my life and i may have been doing it without necessarily um putting this much thought behind it. But when I was able to understand it in this way and even to see it reflected and see it occurring in a completely different um, situation (laughs) and being able to learn from my friend, she learned from me was very eye-opening and it has given me much more psych to go about love in that kind of way in the relationships in my life that i will con i will see if 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 someone's mad at you and they normally do the dishes while you cook and because they're mad at you they're not going to do the dishes well while you cook it further highlights the fact that they're mad at you but what does that do (laughs) What does that do? It just further drives a wedge, if you ask me. Because now, like, in this little situation of mine, because it was just a new friendship, um, the more they continue to become passive-aggressive, I just... I just... I just felt more and more pushed away and eventually just threw the whole thing away. <laughs> I was like, not doing this. Don't have time. Don't have the energy. <laughs> not doing this because, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 it 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 starts to feel like you're being again to use a word punished for for feeling a certain way for expressing yourself, especially if you're trying to express yourself in a loving and kind way. End of rumble. Moral of the story, let love rule. Moral of the story, let the actions of love precede the feelings of love. Moral of the story, I know this is easier said than done. And I know this may come easier to some people than to others. We all have different weaknesses. Maybe I am not a passive-aggressive person. I really am not, but I have my own other weaknesses, right? Like I am very expressive with my emotions and sometimes my emotions are not... Like I said, they're valid, but they're not always reflective of truth. And I can rub people off the wrong way with how I'm feeling about a certain thing when really it's it may not be the reality on the ground. I mean, we all have our different weaknesses and different ways to show up in things. But, you know, I hope, has this made sense? I would really love to hear feedback on this one because... um As you can tell, as with many other episodes, it's one of those ones where I'm like, let me share my experience, let me share my experience with this particular thing, and see and 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 have made sense of it and see what y'all think about it, and if you can learn something from it, and more importantly, if I can learn something from you as well. Oh my dear, I forgot. That I have health check and I've already finished. <laughs> okay, time for health check. Welcome to health check with me, your personal nutritionist just checking on you and I hope you are doing all right today. Did you know that a yoga today keeps the doctor away? Really does and this is a personal practice i uphold i actually buy those tiny little yogurts um the tiny ones uh, where you, which which you can have like one a day and that's just ideally the goal and why i do that is simply because i understand the benefits and i really um, try to leverage on them and so real quick the benefits of yogurt now one yogurt is high in protein and so if you're the kind of person who works out and you need to replenish your muscles after working out, tearing your muscles and everything, yogurt is great. Um, it's high in protein. And also if you're someone who's trying to gain weight, protein is very important to the weight gain process. So if you add yogurt to your diet, then that would be great. The thing about yoga that I love is also that it's not you can barely have like too much you know of course i mean these you can have a whole you can have a whole tub of yogurt and that will be fine and even if you were to have a whole tub of yogurt every day <laughs> that's that's just fine that's totally fine um, yogurt is also high in calcium really good for your bones high in vitamins vitamins have a lot of uh, various benefits to our bodies improving our immunity and things like that and then a very important one is the because of how yogurt is processed it still has live bacteria or live culture rather or what we call probiotic elements so What are these good for? One, for your gut. Because you know your gut is full of a lot of live bacteria and for it to function properly it needs to be to have the right environment. And so probiotic, uh, the probiotic aspect of yogurt is really important for this and also for the ladies. If you want to have a healthy hoo-ha, yogurt is the way to go. As we know We also have a lot of bacteria stuff going on around there. And taking stuff with probiotic elements is good for that. I think I've spoken about this before on Health Check. So these are the various benefits of yogurt. And like I said, this is something I do. And I would encourage anybody who's trying to just be healthy to incorporate into their diet. You can have a little bit of yogurt as a snack at whatever point throughout your day every day so as you're shopping for your gros- weekly groceries you can buy your seven yogurts and have a little bit every day and you'll definitely enjoy the benefits of course greek yogurt stands out as one of the best because it's the highest in protein and uh, when you're looking at yogurt you want to avoid this ones with too much sweetness added added elements that you know make it Uh, too sweet artificial products and everything something as natural as possible would be ideal and of course nowadays we have a lot of them which have real fruit in them and things like that so if you're not lactose intolerant and you're able to enjoy yogurt these are some of the benefits and i hope you will be able to leverage on them to have better health And now ladies and gentlemen as we head to the end of the episode today i have something for wwld much to my delight and this is um i will not read the name of the person who sent it to me simply because they haven't made it clear and you know yeah so hi laura i'm in compass and i have a roommate We both recently got saved. I'm struggling with media, especially movies to watch. We get lots of free time and spend it on entertainment. They show contradicting values on romantic relationships and other stuff too. Any tips on how to get interesting screen time with no contradicting values? Also, how can I tell my roommate that a series or movie is not so good without sounding self-righteous, which I can be most times in brackets? Also, I'm not caught up on all episodes of the podcast, if you will answer... Oh, okay, this is for me. (laughs) I am answering in episode 43. Thank you, you're welcome. So, this is a question on Christian values versus media and what's depicted in media versus what we are encouraged to uphold as believers and I think it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a, an internal battle most of us go through in our lives as young people. I know for sure this is something I did go through growing up, and you know, um, you're trying to be. Let me let me use like practical examples here, yeah? like in this time and age we live in, there's a curse word in almost everything we watch, right? And profanity is something that's, you know, frowned upon in our, in our faith. And I have spoken about how, for example, coming here, that was something that I also had to, like, be faced with a lot because profanity is so common here in the UK. Um, things like also, for most believers, is this attempt or intention to uphold sexual purity, and you know sexual connotations are literally left right and center even in cartoons for kids you know so i completely get that predicament i completely understand where you're coming from with that and if i could answer from my own personal perspective i'd say to be very honest with you this journey is a lot more personal than than sometimes the church or the body of christ recognizes or acknowledges and um While while there are certain guidelines of the right way to go about these things, sometimes in our internal battles and our internal journey, we are at different levels with one another. And so you may have your personal conviction around how you are guarding your heart and your mind around the content you consume to help you keep up with the goal that you have set for yourself and maybe your roommate is in a slightly different place yeah and first to say that that's normal and that's okay and just because you may be quote-unquote ahead of someone in a particular conviction of course doesn't mean that you're better than them much as that's how we look at it and that's how we view it but um it's just what it is and it's an opportunity to extend grace. I would say that I like I, I like how you've quoted that, you know, you can be self-righteous sometimes and I totally get you on that. I think no hate, no shade on Christians, but, you know, Christians can be <laughs> can be rather self-righteous. Generally, even our whole religion sort of bears a sort of self-righteous vibe to it. But I think the fact that you're aware of it is, is really really noble because I think you'd be able to 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 keep it out of your friendship with your roommate. I would say this is an opportunity to extend grace. Um have you tried having conversations with her about it? And I think you can have conversations with her that center around you and your personal personal goals. You know, I'm trying to to avoid content that will lead me to sexual impurity i'm trying to avoid content that will give me a warped view of romantic relationships because this is what this is how i've experienced it this is what i think about it this is how i see it so this is where i'm coming from with this what do you think i think tabling this with her as a simple casual conversation will will be really good um, it will help you see where she is. And you never know, it could really be just what she needs to hear to to also firm up her own convictions. I think something that I've learned over the, over time is um, some of these things that can bear a very heavy nature to us need to be approached in a more lighthearted, in a more gracious way for them to sort of be deconstructed of that weight. Because sometimes when you feel like, oh, my dear, this is such a hard conversation to have and I don't know how to go about it, you might never have the conversation. But you will be surprised one day when you guys are just in your in your kitchen cooking together and you just, like, oh, by the way, that movie you watched the other day, what were your thoughts about it? And she can go on and on and say, and say, and say, and you can be, like, oh, yeah, you know, I felt like... um. I enjoyed this this and the other but this particular aspect of it made me feel a little uncomfortable because they 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 touch at certain aspect of my life that i'm really trying to work on or trying to trying to trying to stay in certain align in, in a certain level of alignment in and um i think those open conversations will help another thing i'd say is that this conversation is just help make these convictions and these resolutions easier and lighter because this journey of faith, this journey of discipline, this journey of routine, this journey of basically the straight and narrow is not easy. And sometimes when we are so rigid about what it should or shouldn't be, we also put ourselves in a very difficult place and we become very judgmental towards ourselves and others when we sleep up. But I think conversations play a role in helping us make this journey feel more bearable and lighter. And this this roommate of yours, because it sounds like you guys have an okay relationship, could help you maneuver um, a healthy way around your spiritual journey. And you guys can be partners, basically, in going about these things together as you talk about them more openly and accommodate each other in your different views and sort of continue to discuss things on the basis of the word of God, um, for example. So I think your heart is in a good place. And um, where I would struggle to answer this question is like, now what content to go for? No, no, no. I wouldn't struggle. I wouldn't really struggle, honestly. Okay, in terms of movies, I think I would struggle because I'm not much of a film consumer. But I'd say there are loads, loads of great podcasts. Um, and nowadays podcasts also come in video form that you can enjoy. Um, that could They're just a lot more beneficial than all this other stuff we have in our know, media. Nowadays, that's just can be a lot to work around so if you like me maybe to to do a list or something of like recommendations I could I could put something together but I hope my answer has helped you and you the person who sent the question and everyone who's listening and if you ever have anything that you just want to hear my view on or basically what would Laura do WWLD about your situation why don't you drop me a DM at Holandsum underscore or at and I will be happy to answer your question. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I truly appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed it. Adios.